Hello and welcome to another episode of Trash or Treasure, the podcast where Kim and Amy bring you spoiler-free recaps, reviews, and sometimes recommendations for whatever we read that week. Amy, it is your job, as ever, buying you time because I think you're googling the author's name. How? What how did we read this week? <laughs> we read Edie Richter is not alone. By Rebecca Handler, and we didn't read it. We audio booked. But I don't. Is there a physical book? I can't find one. Yeah, right. Because I prefer to do physical books. Yeah, I know. See, I found this one first and listened to it because it was quite a short audio book from memory. It is quite short. I don't think there's a physical book in Australia. Yeah, right. That okay. Is at a library, which yeah, is right. where we looked for it. But I did also look on Kobo. Hmm. But there just wasn't one that was available, hence the audiobook. Hence the audiobook. Okay, cool. So shall I do the spoiler-free yes, recap? Yes, please. What a surprise. <laughs> Edie Richter is not alone, is told in the first person. It's about Edie Richter. She writes some kind of material for not-for-profit organisations to do, like, letter-writing campaigns and that kind of thing. And so she is – her partner, I want to say, is an engineer – or something. And at the start of the book, Edie Richter's dad is diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Yeah. And so the first kind of little bit of the book tells you a bit about her backstory, but then is really about the family and her personally dealing with dad having Alzheimer's. He deteriorates quite, rapidly. quite quickly. And then it kind of jumps forward in time and stuff. So you don't read about the Alzheimer's for a very long time. But very early on in the book, so it's one of the first couple of chapters, maybe chapter three, four. So I argue it's not a spoiler, uh, but maybe like skip 50 seconds if you're worried about like any spoilers at all. Skip a minute and a half if you're yeah, worried. that's right. And go. <laughs> so her dad deteriorates to a point where the nurse that they, they keep him at home and the nurse that comes in to check is like... Yeah, it's, this is just what it is now. Like, this is, he's only going to get worse and one day you'll come in and he'll be dead. Like, that's, mm. that's what Alzheimer's does. That's what this is. And so, like, he's, you know, on top of furniture most of the time, screaming at these dogs that aren't there and all of this kind of stuff. So Edie comes in to do her turn at physical, like, all of the maintenance and, you know, grooming they care. need to do for dad. Yeah, for the care. And she opens the drawer and sees this sweater he used to wear a lot. And that she loved and it was really meaningful for them as a as a pair and she suffocates him with it. Mm. And so she puts it away, dad's dead, and she is kind of convinced in that moment that at the very end he knew, like he was looking right at her. And so she leaves and gets the phone call, dad's dead, comes back, funeral, etc. She doesn't tell anyone not her partner mm. not a soul that's pretty much what the book is like that's the premise actually of the and that's book, the central right? tension and... yes because she you're inside her head so she is very much like i'm fine i had to do what i had to do dad was already dead all i did was put us out of our but it misery couldn't have been called edie richter is completely fine because it's no, too close to too close, book we've too close so anyway her partner gets this offer of a job in perth and they move they from move. san francisco yeah, from Perth. San Francisco to Perth. And everyone's like, is it too soon? And she's like, well, not really. We all knew it was coming. He'd been sick for a long time. Like, not a long, long time, but he'd been sick for a bit, blah, blah, blah. And so, yeah, that's what the book is about. And then it's really she's trying to process that. And she doesn't communicate awesomely with her partner. And he's very busy in this big new job. 
and she's alone in a new city. And so it's trying to... But she's not alone. Is Lydia she? Richter is not alone, not alone which is kind her of... and her conscience and her... Yes, that's right. <laughs> but also she works really hard to be like, I'm totally okay by myself. I don't need anyone. I don't need anything. So that's kind of the premise then of the book is mm. she's not alone, even if she thinks she's alone, even if she's trying to make herself alone, she's not. So I did that. Amy, what were your thoughts? I'm so keen to hear because it was one of those, this was one of the recommends that came from me, but it was, I was like, I've read this thing recently because it was, it said it would be over in three hours and it was, or however long it was. You should do it too. And you- It was quick and, and painless. I was like, I like the title because it made me think it would be something like Eleanor, Eleanor Oliphant. Oliphant is completely fine just in, in its structure. So I listened to this as an audiobook. Which you're not great at with stuff no. you haven't read before. I find it – I get easily distracted by visual <laughs> things. Yeah. And an audiobook can't command my full attention because I find myself focusing on the stitch I've dropped or – Yeah, totally the, fine. You know, yep. hem that's not it's the same properly. reason I struggled to listen to Simone St. James as an audiobook because it cannot go fast enough. Like I'm too – I never listen to an audiobook if all I'm doing is like ears in, sitting and listening. So there is a certain type of book I yeah. think that works best as an audiobook. Yes. For me, this book didn't grab me as an audiobook. I didn't get very far into it. So I it's very rare for me. I didn't finish this book. <gasps> and the main You didn't reason, read the other 20 in the series? The main reason It might get was, better at book stop. 17. There's no series. I'm kidding. Yeah. The main reason I stopped was because I found the narrator's voice really irritating. And the pace of the book and the way the narrative opened wasn't sufficiently, sufficiently gripping. To overcome her voice. Yeah. It was. So, this is. It was a really big challenge. Yeah, I found her super annoying as well. And I will admit to listening to this on double speed. So, however long it said no, it was going to take, I listened to it in half that time. Yeah. I I just. I'm sorry, narrator. And you're some allowed of you might to not listen like to this. It didn't work for me. But I think listening, like I actually didn't get to the points where you mentioned about how the dad died. I didn't yeah. get that far into it. You dropped out very early. I dropped out really early. Had I been reading it physically, mm. I think the narrative would have gripped me a bit more. Yeah, I would agree. So what I find so interesting about this recommendation is it's actually about the mode of engagement, not I so much about yeah, yeah, the yeah. story was what. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't well, recommend it's a caveat. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't recommend it if the only way you have to engage with it is as an audio book. Yeah, that's fair. And that's, that's all I can really say because when it's first person oh, and so you hard. don't like the voice, you're stuck in like it's this really annoying person talking to you. About themselves. Oh, I couldn't. I just was like, I'm sorry. I don't like you. (laughs) Totally fair. As a character or a narrator. Sorry, Edie Richter. You are alone because Amy is out on you. Amy's out. Amy returned it to the library. Was. (laughs) (laughs) So my turn? Yep, your turn. I have read it all the way to the end. Well Listened to it all the way to the end while doing many other things. And while on maternity leave, while I had quite an extensive amount of time to listen to audiobooks. And I would also not recommend it. <laughs> but why I can you recommended... talk about the narrative, though? Yeah, yeah, term- yeah, 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 of course. So I recommended it to you as a 
because I think it's because I think it's no fun just reading things all the time that you're going to love. I think there is a I think there's a yeah. benefit in reading things that are way yeah, outside no. your wheelhouse. Yeah. I will say that the narrative. So the narrative, as I outlined it in the plot summary, yeah, sounds like it's going to be a lot more exciting and insightful than it is. Okay, would it have worked as a short story? Mm, or maybe. Maybe. So what I, I like so bits I liked about it. Mm-hmm. I liked her interpretations of Perth. Mm-hmm. That felt really authentic. And I did read something about the author that implied she'd almost done exactly this thing, like mm. had kind of moved from San Fran or something to Perth. So the kind of like going from she's like not very well traveled. So her all of a sudden being on the other side of the world and it's a very different kind of place. That was really cool. And the interpretation, like her engaging with Australians was really good. The narrator did quite a good job of swapping from her very heavy American oh, accent. So I never had to, to the engage Australian with that. accent. That was that was a I bit wasn't fun. sure I could do it. I enjoyed Enjoy the Australian accenty bits, but they were few and far between, obviously, because it's first person. Mm-hmm. And she at one point goes into the outback, and that was reasonably interesting. The thing, the biggest thing that was my issue with this book was I also didn't like Edie. And I get all the way to the mm. end, and I didn't feel that she was a particularly sympathetic character. And the funny thing about it was. I have so much sympathy for her in the plot summary. Like when we talk about what she went through and the choice she made and the impact that would then have forever and she didn't go away, it wasn't premeditated. Like it just – it is this kind of complicated thing where you're like I would never want to put myself in that situation ever and so I can't even begin to understand. Like I have so much – I guess, compassion for someone who's been in that situation. It would be a really interesting ethical debate, wouldn't it? That's right. And because I got up to that part in the book, it held me while I waited for us to have an ethical debate about it in the context of the book because I felt like that's what it was going to be about. Right. But that is not what it was about. It was essentially about her coming to terms with having to share what she's done because she can't keep something that huge locked inside and denied mm. forever, it will eat okay. you alive. And then the repercussions of that struggle and then yes. whatever comes out of it. So it's kind of a lot of denial followed by one moment of action followed immediately by the end of the book. <laughs> so on that note, trash or treasure? Total trash. I don't <laughs> read it. Unless you're like, wow, that sounds like a trash fire I could or enjoy having a look at. Unle- you might have access to the physical book, though. See, that's true. If in your region you do have access to the physical book, read that and tell us if actually it was better when I didn't have like Edie someone's was better interpretation. That. Yeah, of, that's and right. that's the thing with audiobooks. It's some it's the voice actors' interpretation of the character and their tone in their inner monologue, yeah, which is it's why it's not sometimes a direct conversation between you and, the actor, you and the author. Yeah, for and sure. Thank you very much. That was a quick one. Thanks for joining us. And we will see you again next week. We'll bring you more Trash and Treasure and more recaps, reviews. reviews. Recommendations, maybe? Maybe not, of whatever we read that week. But till then, happy reading or listening if it's an audiobook. Oh, God. And just a quick reminder here at the end of the podcast that we would love to hear from you. We want your recommendations, the good, the bad, the interesting. 
doesn't matter. Please reach out. Send us an email at trashortreasurepodcast at outlook.com. Or we are also available at the world's most awkward Twitter handle, which Amy has to tell you about. Listen to our Twitter handle. It's the greatest. It's at or underscore treasure. Doesn't that just roll off the tongue? (laughs) And with those encouraging words, tweet or email us. We love to hear from you. Happy reading. Cheers.